What's up, everybody? Talkings Podcast here. I'm your host, Joey, a.k.a. The Dudes at Back to Back. I'm your host, Bobby. Sorry, I had to take a freaking breather on that one. Freaking incense over here. <laughs> it's always the incense making me choke. I'm like... <laughs> how, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. That's great. Yeah, man. You look like you're feeling great. Thank you. I uh, took a shower, moisturized my skin. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, uh, we when was the last time of... we were, when's the last time we podcast? Last last weekend? Thursday? Or no, it was like no, it was Tuesday last week. Oh my god. So cuz we yeah, were it's, gone. It's been a long time. Yeah, we went to Moab. Yes. That's right. Moab was that was a trip. It was a fun trip, and it was a hella boring trip at the yeah. same time. But it, we it, made we made it worth it. It was a busy trip. It wasn't yeah. like we got to do anything but breaking. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like get in, get out, do our dance, show, teach some knowledge. We came, we saw, we taught, <laughs> but we didn't. I mean, we only went to Moab the first. Or the second day, and that was the last school, right? It was. It wasn't even Moab. It was Green River. Yeah, and it was the smallest school. There was only like a hundred kids. It was pretty crazy. Which we, one was your favorite? Duh, you already know. Oh, that's right, Cleveland, baby. Cleveland. <laughs> they were shouting my name. Yeah, they loved you. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> What 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 was the school that loved you? It was the middle school. Yeah, it was the middle school. It was my greatest fear. Yeah, my man Forever. walked in. And he was like, "This is my greatest fear, guys." Teaching middle schoolers. <laughs> they are. That's a hard age. That's a. Was, they were good though. They were chanting your they name. They were. They just had Joey, me intimidated. Joey. Just a bunch Joey. of country folk people. I just. I've never been. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to open it up to Q&A for you guys because we do a Q&A at the end of each assembly. And I think the first question was, what's, what's your favorite country song or country band? And I was like, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> they got so mad at us. Like, there were so mad. There was four of us there, you guys. And we all, we all stared at each other like, "Who? someone say something. Because <laughs> these kids are looking at us like we don't listen to country music. <laughs> We don't. I know they smell our BS, dude. I'm yeah. I'm like, Carrie Underwood say that, Bobby. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Miley say something. Miley, Miley Cyrus is dad. Like, Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it, that, it was bad. There was an awkward silence there. Oh my god. Those those, those folks were country as hell. Like. I have not been to a more country place. Never. <laughs> Lots of <Yeah>. mullets. <laughs> Tons of mullets. Curly hair oh mullets. Oh my god. Freaking, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, um, what was it? Second one? The one that had like, I mean, they all had like 50 students or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like the elementary school. Do you know what I'm talking about? Or where we sat them in a circle? Yeah. The quiet ones? Yeah. I think yeah, that that was my least favorite. Yeah, I felt like we were doing our thing to like a bu- like bunch of kids that were just 
staring at the ceiling or something or like looking at the floor picking their nose like i'm like they'll go to sleep and not remember any of this tomorrow do you have a question for us i want to be just like you (laughs) like that's a statement but we'll take it we'll take it we like statements but we're not asking for statements we're asking for kids are fun questions especially that age yeah (laughs) they're they're fun they ask the funniest questions what was the uh, most popular one? The most popular question? Yeah, what do you think? How old are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was right. the most... How can you do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. How can you do that? It's or, so funny. Or... Do a backflip! Oh, my God. That, that was... That was, yeah, another one. That was super popular. Uh, do you ever feel like a puppet? <laughs> oh, thank God for bomb. Like, bomb, we can't flip. Do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> Just pass the buck. Here you go, Bomb. Do a flip. And then poor Katie and Bomb Bomb got voted the most. Oh, and at it the was end the of, best. At the end of our assembly, we we let the kids cheer for who they want to see go again. And it was usually Bomb Bomb and Katie. So by the end of that trip, they were dying. And me and Joey just looked just fresh. <laughs> just fresh. <laughs> they, they would cho- always choose them. To go again, but they would chant our names. How does that work? I don't know, but they're younger, so... They're younger. They can handle it. Especially Bomb Bomb. Yeah. No, I think the middle school one was probably my favorite. Yeah, that one was fun. Well, they had the whole school instead of just, like... Because most, most of the schools that we do, we do it in two assemblies. So it's like half the school comes and then the other half yeah. comes. But this one, they brought everybody together, mm-hmm. which the more people you have, the better yeah. energy you're going to get. I know. It was funny because we did five schools, and the first school, I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of nervous. I was like, it's been a minute. I haven't really practiced for like a whole week straight. And then I was just jumping in there. You're killing it. We didn't really have a chance to warm up, but anyway... Yeah. So the first one was like, we were nervous. The second one was like, all right, we got this. And then by the third time, doing like the fourth assembly, it's just like. Now I'm just trolling kids. Yeah. That was awesome. They're all asking the same questions and I don't know. We're doing the same thing. The same thing. <clears throat> there, there was some interesting. I didn't even realize how many schools were down in that area. For real. Yeah. I mean, you're just in the middle of nowhere. And and they're they're small. I, our smallest school had a hundred kids. Yeah. And then the biggest school was like two hundred kids. Yeah. It was it's crazy. Could you imagine growing up down there? Uh, what would you do? Listen to country music, right? I guess. The, yeah, there's like, not e- there wasn't even a grocery store like where we were like oh, oh yeah like the freaking gas stations were their grocery store. That's how it is in New York. So it's like, what? Yeah. Like, out of the city, obviously? Or? Yeah. Like, I lived in Queens, and they didn't have an actual grocery store. The, their grocery stores were basically the size of 7-Eleven. Yeah, like convenience stores? Yeah. But they would have, like, yeah fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. Yeah. Very interesting. <clears throat> but, yeah. It was fun, though. It was a mm. lot of fun. I wish there was more to do. I wish we stayed, actually, stayed in Moab. We ended up staying where Price. Yeah. That's a small town with nothing to do. We ordered pizza. 
<laughs> watched like two hours of South Park, <laughs> and I was freaking dying, dude. I like <laughs> was crying. <laughs> like some of the episodes, I haven't seen South Park since like God, I don't know, maybe the beginning year of my high school year. I- I'm surprised that show hasn't been canceled. Because right? of the stuff they get away with saying. You think it's because they're in cartoon form? They get away with that? That's like That easy. helps. But I mean, everybody's so goddamn sensitive nowadays that... I mean, they're trying to cancel Mike, Michael Myers. How are they not trying to cancel South Park? Because South Park is just going to make fun of them, right? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to cancel, cancel Dave Chappelle for... Talking about the LGBT community, but LGBT. in a positive way, mostly, you know what I mean? Like, he states some facts, but you've got South Park just straight, just trashing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's so bad. It really is. Anyway, it, but it's hilarious. Anyways. Um, what else? Oh. We had... Chacho's Battle. Chacho's Battle. Let's talk about that. The battle. That was a what really was good that? battle. What? That area. So it's in the... Not in the school. Well, it's like a... God damn it. School of Dance Complex or whatever yeah. it's called. And then it was underneath. Is that like a, was that like a shopping mall? I think it was like just a... It was either a thrift store or a clothing store before. Dude, I was telling Haley, I was like, they could make a freaking horror movie out of this. I'm talking like there was... I don't know, close to 30 columns, and they all had mirrors on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's, like, really dark. It's a huge area, huge space. It was a good battle, though, overall. I like that <clears throat> space. He yeah. used to hold it in the actual studio mm-hmm. of the School of Dance. And it was just, I mean, it just was getting too small because so many people were showing up. So that's that's a good move to move it down there. And it was a good battle. There was some pretty cool kid, like dope yeah. kids. It was more geared for kids. Did uh, Flavonoids kids take it? Is that who it was? Yeah, Chacho's kids, Chacho's and the Dis's kids took it, and they were looking good. I mean, they came prepared. They were. How many thrown. students did you have? Me? Yeah, I in, had, that, in that battle. In that battle, eight of them showed up. Eight of them, okay. And half of them were like brand new, <clears throat> but they still did really good yeah i was impressed and we battled breaking circles yeah i think that's what they're called breaking circles they're from provo um and we lost to them they did good too they had routines we just we weren't prepared mm-hmm. like i let i didn't even know i was gonna make it until the last minute and then the thursday before i was hitting them up i was like hey you're gonna battle and they're like okay <laughs> just like little kids that never been to a battle before I'm like you're doing it and they were down and they came and threw and they killed it yeah. so it was cool it was their first first time um, but yeah Flava Kids which is Chachas and the Disses took it they, they were very well rounded they got a lot of talent and then they also were just really prepared with routines and stuff like that but that battle, that final battle, went to a tiebreaker round too, so it was close. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I liked it. No, yeah, it was a good time for sure. Even watching the seven, there was an adult seven to smoke, 
and a kid seven to smoke and the adult one josh won it Mm -hmm. text i told him 40 has never looked so good (laughs) because he just turned 40 and he was battling it was like me you know what i mean battling kids guys that are like half your age for sure. No, that bracket was definitely a tough one. Just yeah. like looking and watching at everybody. It was like, whoo. Yeah, everybody was looking really good. Yeah. And he only pulled through the last five minutes of the battle. <laughs> like, he had happened to win like really? two or three right in a row. Because yeah. he was tied with, I think, Slinky, Bomb Bomb, Birdo. Like, everybody was only had a point. Mm-hmm. And then he won those boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh, snap. Which was dope. Yeah. That was fun to watch. Mm. That lasted so long. It did. What was it? Ten minutes. What for the the um, whole seven to smoke? Did he set the timer for ten minutes? I can't remember. The adult one? Yeah. No. I mean, that I think that one went for like thirty five, forty minutes. Really? I thought he said yeah, like ten minutes or something. But I mean, I wasn't watching the time. But definitely, it did feel a bit longer. Oh, it was way longer than ten minutes. Interesting. The kids' battle was like ten minutes because yeah, yeah, you had. What was his name? Babadook? Oh, no. Uh, Babaloo? Babaloo. Babaloo? Babadook. Babadook. Shibadabibadook. Babaloo. Holy shit. This kid is from Vegas, and he's 11 years old. He's been dancing since he was like four or five, from what the disc was telling me, and the kid's throwing air tracks and all yeah. kinds of crazy. He's just on a whole nother level so cool to watch though like he was i think third in line to go in the kids battle and once he got into the king yeah. position he just stayed there and he rolled them all <laughs> that's crazy i that's was like damn history right there man. and and it he went like <clears throat> eight rounds in a row yeah maybe nine well what's kind of cool no, eight. about it like even in that situation um is, is like those, <clears throat> sorry, those kids um, got to see him, you know, do his thing. Yeah. Like at a super crazy level that a lot of us adults can't do. Like right. Here. So, you know, just opening that experience up to those kids. Oh, totally. Because it's like, you know, they'll be like, oh, that kid, you know, he was doing multiple air flares. Like, you see it, you experience it, it's possible. Makes you, it would make you want to do it, hopefully, I don't know. Well, yeah. you and... It, it's a humbling experience yeah. and it's a good learning experience because you know that's that's either going to drive you to train harder or that's going to discourage you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and hopefully it just drives people to just train harder because that kid is on a whole nother level I guess I know the dis was saying that that kid trained for like five days a week every day like yeah. for multiple hours and that it shows it's crazy because it's we always say it's not about how many years you've been doing it it's about how many hours or how much time you're actually putting in yeah. right because if i've been dancing for a year and all i do is put in one hour a week mm-hmm. you know that's not shit but if i've been dancing for a year and put you know 15 hours a week that's a huge difference yeah so Anyways, yeah, that kid rolled all of them like eight eight rounds in a row. One by one by one. And I don't even think that kid broke a sweat. And his last round was the longest round. He like went out. I'm like, 
Yeah, it's over. Like 10 and then years. he's like, oh, by the way, I'm just going to seal the deal and throw some air tracks. I'm like, what the hell? Where does this kid's stamina come from? The little kid's stamina, man. Little cool. kid's stamina. <laughs> it's crazy. It was cool to see, though. Overall, it was a really good event. Um, those those, <laughs> those events usually are really good, just in general. Like He's been throwing them a long time. Yeah, he's got everything show. together. So. Yeah, does great. And then... Moving on past the bat, unless you have other things to say about it. Mm. <clears throat> no, not really. I mean, yeah, oh, I don't know. I went, I wanted to cipher, but there's too many kids around, man. Yeah. I always get so nervous around ciphering with kids. Right. But. Yeah, let them have their, <laughs> their time. It's good to cipher with the kids, though. It makes, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways. Yeah. Um... And then, oh, there. Let's talk about Junction. Junction had their oh, show yeah. this week. Yeah, I went to go see um, <clears throat> the show over the weekend. What was it called again? The Hypnopotamic. Oh, that's right. How was that? It was great. I mean, I didn't. I didn't see the show in the very beginning uh-huh. when she first came out with it, like a year ago. Right. And so I, I, it's like, like I was on that. I was on Junction um, last year, so. Like I was in the dances and the you know performances and, but this year I wasn't. Just taking taking that time off from. Were you performing. in this particular show? <laughs> yes. So, so how how was that like, being a part of it, being experiencing it on stage <clears throat> from that point of view, as opposed to being in the audience this time? Yeah. So like the difference, uh, just being a dancer in the show and just watching it. As a dancer, um, like it's a lot of fun and it's, I don't know, it gets, makes you feel alive, like right. yourself, you know, and, but you, you're, you're like in a first person view, so you don't really get to see like the entire show, like as an, as an audience. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I like feel like I'm doing something weird or like it, it's not going to look like it's going to work, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like in the audience, like on stage, it, it does and you're like, oh cool, like I got it, so. Right, I don't know, but so there, that's kind of like that aspect. But as an audience, you um, or at least for me again, <clears throat> it shows more of like of an art artistic. You 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 see like the story behind everything and the right. emotions and everything. Yeah, you um, see the whole picture. Yeah, instead of just your snippet that you're in. Yeah, it's like I don't know how really like to like describe it because like just doing the dance itself it's a different form of art, you know, like physical and right. It, it is emotional too, but like as a perspective in the audience, like you get to like see that art. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. No, that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I picked up. So, I mean, it's, it was a really cool show. Cause like, you know, again, as an audience, like you got to see like the background, the colors, the, the lighting and it's really, really cool. Yeah. So, because again, you know, when you're a dancer and you're just kind of like in that perspective, and you're like, it, I don't know how it's gonna look. You know what I mean? Like you don't right. think it's probably not gonna go the way you think it is, and then it's probably it's better. So yeah, interesting. So well, I, I know like we we've performed a lot together, and mm-hmm. we've been a part of the same same companies and all that other stuff. But it's funny because when you're on stage as a dancer and you you feel like you mess up really bad yeah yeah and you're like oh my god everybody's gonna notice that Mm -hmm. and then you go back and you watch the footage and you're like 
Great. Oh, it didn't look like I did it. It didn't look <laughs> like, like I messed, I messed up, up that yeah. bad. So on stage, it feels like it's way more amplified than it isn't. Yeah. And then same thing, the opposite end. It's like when you're watching somebody, especially as a performer, if you're watching other performers on stage and they do the littlest thing, like move when they're not supposed to move, you see that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like the thing that you don't think about is seen but the thing that you think everybody's gonna see is not seen it's it's crazy yeah but yeah interesting yeah so was there a lot of people rose wagner Uh, i think there was yeah Yeah. there was you know a lot of people in their families so that's awesome i think she had a she always has like great success yeah when when it comes to the shows yeah a lot of people love the love the junction it's a good company. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. They're doing big things. Dude, Megan's so cool. I mean, she she hit me, Tonga, and uh, Henan up just because like we were in it last year, you know. Right. She was telling us she's like, "Hey guys, like, long time no see. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to let you guys know that I still consider you guys like a part of Junction, and she like basically wanted to run this idea by us that she is willing to like you know help us get like gigs or like help her perform or whatever right we don't have to like really stay as committed as we did like in the last season right so because like you know just as a b-boy you know freestyle dancer like you just you love your freedom you know yeah so it's kind of hard and you know you've had experience with that with underground like yeah there's been tons of b-boys where they just don't show up anymore you know what i mean so yeah yeah but anyway B boys um, are unreliable a lot. I mean, unless you unless you're seasoned, if you're seasoned yeah. and you've been through it, chances are your first time around. And I'm not saying everybody's like this, but a lot of people are. Yeah, you just don't care. You don't. The importance of you being there isn't relevant to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very frustrating for the director trying to run the show. Or, I guess, whoever is teaching the choreography in the piece. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, anyways. Man. No, like, Megan's, you know, down to... She's helping us get, like, opportunities and... That's really Whenever cool. it's, like, available, you know what I mean? Like, she'll come to us, so that's... She's really cool, and I'm glad she's doing that. Like, hiring... And she's, like, helping out and seeing... Or, yeah, like, B-Boys. Hiring us out, like, as an independent contractor kind of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, we want you in the show... This yeah. is your number. Work well, on it. Because it's like... Kind of like they rent. Yeah. I don't know. I have to like tell her more about it. Um, just because like as a b-boy, I feel like it's kind of hard to stay so committed into those shows because, you know, when it gets closer to the showtime, obviously, like you, you have to spend like a lot of time, a lot of effort there. Right. Sometimes you're not... You have to wait for other pieces, you know, and you're just kind of like on the side waiting for like almost an hour. Yeah. You know, so it's like... It's hard when it cuts into your your own practice your own freestyle you know what i mean right because it's like well you're just drilling the dances over and over and over but it's necessary to yeah i mean um but i'm just saying that like it's hard for me to improve in my own craft and develop new things when i'm just really committed to uh the company you know what i mean yeah well that's that's the thing is like as a b-boy or a b-girl your main focus is battling you know what I mean? And that's why you go to practice and you do the things that you do 
it's for battling. So if you stack a show on top of that, you're actually taking away from it. Yeah. Where most people, or you know, most other dancers, mm-hmm. like in a show like that, they just that's all they have. You know what I mean? They're yeah. practicing for that show. They're rehearsing for those numbers, and that's it. Yeah. There's nothing like they don't battle. You know, nothing. Yeah. I mean, and some do, but most don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just why I took like this season off. Like, I didn't want to do Junction just because, like, you know, work full time. Then I want to be able to practice, right? You know, and actually get better because you know competitions are starting to open back up. You know, so. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, that's. I think kind of like mainly respectable. focus on myself. Yeah, I think that's respectable. At least you didn't like say you're gonna do it and then quit halfway through. Yeah, you know, I don't have the heart to do that. I could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying like I'm a people pleaser. You know, like I didn't want to be on Junction that because I did. Right. But like, I don't know. Like, I feel like me personally, I am like a people pleaser. So it's like, oh, I I feel bad. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that, it sucks or whatever. So like, I would screw them over. You know. That's hard. <laughs> People pleasing, man. Like, uh, like just guys kind of goes back to our one of our previous podcasts where we we're talking about the boundary thing. Yeah, the yes man. Yeah, I just yeah. I mean, believe me now, dude. Like, I I'm totally down to say no. I love saying it now. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. And that's that's good. If people want to get upset about it, it's not on you. It's on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. If you truly don't have the time, don't say yes just to make people happy because in the long run, you're probably going to make them unhappy because you don't have the time. Yeah. You know? So, anyways, that's dope. What else do you want to talk about? What else do we do? Do we not do anything? You had your retreat thingy. Oh, yeah. How was that? That was actually, that was pretty interesting. So I went to a retreat with plant medicine, but it wasn't like a psychedelic medicine. It was totally legal. It doesn't give you kind of any like hallucinogen or anything like that. I can't remember what it's called. Well, Damn it. Where was it? It was in Orem. It was in one of it was in one of Andrea's friends. Actually, she was a student at the facility that we work at like okay. 15 years ago whoa yeah so now she's like doing these retreats and she's very successful it's, it was really cool to see um but basically what we did is we took the medicine and it was like it was kind of related to the cocoa bean so it was kind of chocolatey but she put like honey and cayenne pepper because cayenne pepper helps you absorb things faster i guess oh okay and lemon balm there was like a whole concoction of stuff so it was like really (laughs) bitter and hot hot yeah it burned my (laughs) freaking burned my throat when i took it but it wasn't terrible you know what i mean it wasn't unbearable but basically what that does is it helps create blood flow and kind of gives you almost like a caffeine high without the caffeine so it's like drinking a Red Bull at once. Yeah. Oh. Um, so you think really clear, and you feel really good. But basically, 
what we did is we just kind of went around. That whole retreat was based off of gratitude. Like their focus was gratitude. So we just kind of went around in a circle and just everybody shouted out what they're grateful for, you know, and kind of what their focus was mm-hmm. or what their intention was. Yeah. Um, and after that, that's when we took the, the actual ceremony thing or whatever, the medicine. And then they offered, uh, what is the, it's the tobacco you snort up your nose. It's called hape. Hape. And, and they, that's legal again. They just take some, a little bit of tobacco that you snort up your nose and it clears your sinuses. And Wait, you did this? I didn't do that part. That okay. was optional. I did the other one. I was like, I'm just kind of weird about yeah, yeah. snorting anything up my nose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's supposedly like beneficial to your health, you know? I mean, I, I'm sure if you did it all the time, it wouldn't be, but it, in little uh, small increments, it is. Anyways, but that's supposed to amplify what you feel from the stuff we drank. Um, I, like I said, I didn't end up doing that. But basically what they did, we took that medicine and then they, whoever wanted to take that could get in line and kind of just go in. There was like 12 of us there or something like that. If you didn't want to take that, they provided everybody with like a yoga mat and blankets and a pillow so you could lay down or you could sit up and it, you're basically just meditating mm-hmm. while they're playing sound bowls so it's like a sound bath you had somebody playing sound bowls and then another dude was walking around just playing random instruments like in sections like one of them was it sounded like rain it was like it was really cool wow but it makes you feel a certain way and it makes your mind it triggers your mind to think certain things or see certain images and while you're meditating it's just it brings a lot of clarity it's super it's hard to explain i highly recommend it if you're interested in doing it hit me up i can get you information for the next one they do it all the time how long uh was it uh what i was told it was supposed to be only like two and a half hours we got there at 6.30 and didn't leave there until like 11 o'clock at night. So, because after you do that, okay, so after you take the medicine, they do the sound bath, you meditate, mm-hmm. and I think the meditation thing is like 35, 45 minutes, like where you like lay yeah. down and you just, yeah. Um, after that, everybody sits back up and they go around and you just tell them your experience if you want to you don't have to share your experience but everybody pretty much did like yeah nobody passed everybody was pretty like open to sharing what they experienced you had some people who were super emotional because they were talking about their trauma and stuff that they were going through that kind of thing kind of yeah not everybody oh i mean like (laughs) There was 12 of us, and I would say three people were, you know, highly emotional because they were just going through different things in their life. So it was kind of like a therapy session almost, you know what I mean? Where you're mm. like, you're you're basically shouting out what you're going through, or you can have the option to do that, and you're just kind of letting it go. You're making the intention to let it go or get clarity on it. So it was really cool. 
And then at the end, everybody just kind of stayed for a little bit and chatted, you know, got to know each other, and yeah. and that was that. But it was super interesting, and I would do it again. I, I recommend everybody to try something like that, you know what I mean? How much does that kind of stuff cost? It costs, so, I think it cost us 60 bucks. Okay. Me and Andrea both did it. So like 30 each or 60 each? 60 each. Okay. And then... Um, if you wanted to do the hape, it was like $5 more or something like that. The stuff where you snort up your <laughs> nose, which I'm not about. So it was like 65 bucks if you wanted to get the whole experience. Mm. Okay. But anyways, super interesting. It was fun. I would see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, well, uh, it's just getting to become a little bit more chill just cause the holidays are up i'm gonna be working a little bit less it's the end of the year this is where the brinks are uh, the pumping are you uh, are you off thursday and friday uh no not yet um just thursday oh sorry for thanksgiving yeah i am i'll be off for that i thought you were talking about because with my company i switched to 10 hour shifts and i thought that's where you were getting at oh my like uh three day weekends that's pretty badass. I really loved that about my job. That is badass. During the winter, I'd rather just, yeah, get the hours and just bust it all out and then get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. That is nice. <laughs> it's got perks. That's what, it's kind of what I've tried to, been, I get to make my own schedule at my work, so I kind of try to do that, where I work more hours during yeah. the week to get either a half a day on Friday or a full day. But I'm gonna. That's what I'm doing. I'm. I'm gonna work Thursday, which is Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Cause I only get one day off. Are you just visiting one uh, like family member? Yeah. For Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're gonna go to Andrea's parents, <clears throat> but they don't usually do it until like five or six o'clock at night. Yeah. And then during the day we don't do shit, cause it's Thanksgiving and everything's closed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just fucking Dude. work. I'd rather work because I I like to dabble in the Black Friday shopping. <laughs> go eat Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, get full, and then work it off. Fucking like, Karens out there, but it's not even that bad because now it's not like you're waiting till midnight till these stores open. They're opening at like fucking six o'clock or seven o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And they stay open, and you go in there, and it's not it's not crazy like it used to be. I feel like it was crazy because they're like, all these stores are opening at midnight and they only stay open for like two hours. It's probably because of Amazon. People getting their shit. Totally. Amazon. Amazon has definitely helped save lives. <laughs> <laughs> In regards to Black or Black Friday or whatever. That's <laughs> Yeah. I found some good deals over the years. I've never gone. I've never done it. Actually, I think that's a lie. I think me, Henan, Shogun, Julia, and Bomb went to, I think, Best Buy or something. Yeah. It was, like, not at the start of, like, Black Friday, but it was, like, just around that time. It just happened to be around that time, so we just looked, and... I got a 65-inch TV for 200 bucks. Whoa. LG. LG. Life's good. Life's good, <laughs> baby. <laughs> It wasn't like one of those off brands. Isn't it weird how like uh, 
like 10 years ago, like a fucking TV that was 45 was probably like a shit ton of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fast forward all the way today, you can get a flat screen for, you know, 55 for probably that same price. Right. It's really crazy. Yeah. It's good. TV shouldn't be that expensive. Yeah. Have you seen those TVs that like have the curve to them? They're like I have concave. Yeah. Those are crazy. Those are crazy. I don't know if I'd really enjoy that. Cuz I feel like I would me just knowing that it would make me want to try to like notice it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it would they, bother me. I wonder if they have any like blind spots or black spots like when you when you're watching it from a side. I don't know. Anyways, Black Friday shopping's fun. No, screw, screw that. Screw Black Friday. You just work your Thanksgiving dinner off, bro. It'd be fun to go Black Friday shopping with the crew. Where would we go? Probably to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No. I'm an old man. I fucking like Home Depot's Toys R Us to me. So, And they always have good deals. On tools and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I hate freaking um, visiting like four families for Thanksgiving. I don't have to do that this year. When's the last time you did that? We've never had. I haven't had to visit four families. I don't think ever. Did you ever? Did you go to your? Oh wait, you probably went to your parents on like a different day, like not on Thanksgiving. Or no, we would go to my parents and then her parents. Oh snap! But that's only two. Well, yeah. Yeah, we would go to my parents. Luckily for us, like, my parents usually have Thanksgiving earlier in the day. Like, they start at 1. Oh, yeah. And then Andrea's parents usually go 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Hmm. But we would go there and just not eat so much. Yeah, but... So I love hearing stories when, you know, people's families are starting at the same time. Right. Like... (laughs) Your spouse is pissed off, and <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, love the holidays, or or you happy eat. holidays. <laughs> it's better to be fighting with other, fighting with your family, then you don't have to worry about it. Well, when I would do the freaking Thanksgiving hop, I would definitely just pig out on which family made the best what, you know, like right this. My grandma over here made the best potatoes, so I'm going to pick the shit out of those potatoes. But the other one makes the best turkey, so I'm going to eat the turkey. You know what I mean? Right. You got to play it smart. I know. You can't eat all that shit every freaking house you visit. That's just, oh, it just well, gets old. Well, that's the hard part is because you go to you go to the, both houses, right? Both yeah. parents' houses, and they want you to, like... Pig out. Pig the fuck out. <laughs> and they're like, we know you gotta go. I'm just one to man. To house later, but take another plate. <laughs> and we've got pumpkin pie. Like, damn, what are you trying to do? I'm gonna fucking die from overeating. Yeah. Yeah. So then you get to the other parent's house, the second house. And they're like... Everything looks the same. Everything is same ready to go. Shit. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Go, go serve yourself. Oh, shit. And then you get like, you get some and you, I always like to spread it out yeah. on the plate to make it look like I'm eating more than I really am. It's a good plan. And then they go, is that all you're going to eat? I hope you get seconds. 
You're just like, damn it. Do you have a dog? I don't know. Mind your own business, Bob. God <laughs> damn it. Get off my back, okay? Damn. And it's good. It's like good food. Yeah. I want to eat it, but you're just, yeah. Anyways, that's why black fighting shopping is important, bro. You're eating at two places. You got to work that off. I guess. I don't know. You got to stay light. It's air track season, bro. Because I just don't care too much for materialistic things. Yeah. Well, when you have kids, you will. Oh, good point. Because we go, we don't just Black Friday shop for ourselves. It's Uh, more for our kids. Especially because we'll bust out all the magazines and all the ads Mm -hmm. from like different places and have the kids circle what they want. Yeah. And we're like, shit, we got to go there. Dude, when you when you do Christmas, do you like wrap your presents and put them under the tree? Then you like hide some, and then like when the kids are asleep, you go out and put more presents. Yeah, is that what you do? Well, we'll put. Or do you guys just be like, hey, Santa doesn't exist here? <laughs> <laughs> well, my my youngest thinks that Santa still exists. My old my middle child just found out like last year. Yeah. She was devastated. It's like the most heartbreaking thing really? because they just How did she find out? Is she like kids from school? Really? Like she just told you? She's like, "Mom, dad, Santa doesn't exist, right?" And we're like, "I don't know. Does he?" You know, like you don't want to tell him. I'd be like, "Of course he exists." Yeah. And then I go and see like a Santa doll and say, "Here." Santa. Yeah. Well, we have the <laughs> elf. decorations of Santa. We have the elf on the shelf. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. so we had. Well, so we had. Uh, I can't remember. She. I think my middle Maya. She found out that Santa didn't exist like maybe two years ago. Oh, okay. But then believed in the elf still. I don't remember the the order. So we did the elf, and she was like all about it, and then. After she found out Santa wasn't real, she slowly started not believing in the elf. Yeah. And then asked us, and I was like, no. And she's like, well, can I help? So now she hides it for Jada, my youngest, which is cool. She loves doing it. So that was good. But anyways, what we do with presents is we basically, we we hide those that shit. Yeah. And then wrap them all, and like Christmas Eve, you know what I mean? And then on Christmas Eve, after they go to bed, we throw them all out there. If we get gifts from like other people, mm-hmm. we'll put them under the tree. Oh, good plan. But having that's like one of the best things about having kids is Christmas. Christmas. Truly. Like one year we took our kids to Disneyland. Mm. We said, fuck the presents. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we just booked a trip to Disneyland. We got them like cheap luggage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a, a Mickey Mouse shirt, like a Disneyland shirt. And that's what we did. We put it oh, over. That's, okay. That's and cool. we had, we left. <laughs> it's a piece of paper. What is this? <laughs> we left Christmas Eve day. Mm-hmm. So we did Christmas um, the day before Christmas Eve. Wow. So they woke up christmas eve morning to that mm-hmm. and we like wrote a note from santa saying you know this year i want you guys to go to 
Disneyland, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Here's like some luggage to pack your stuff. I've already packed all your stuff because that's what me and Andrew did. We stayed up all night just packing everything because we literally, they woke up at like six o'clock in the morning, went out, saw that, read the note. We were at the airport by fucking eight o'clock. Wow. And in Disneyland, was like, it really busy? Five. Busy? No, it wasn't actually. Oh. It was, I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't as busy as it is like during the summer yeah we thought it was gonna be crazy yeah but it ended up being really awesome like they deck that place out and they have all kinds of christmas parades and i highly recommend that that's like a really that's a different kind of gift you know what i mean yeah instead of giving people shit give them an experience so yeah that's cool because it's like something you would enjoy as well yeah no yeah i had a blast And, and you know not having kids you're gonna have a blast but having kids it's like it's both a blast and really hard (laughs) you know what i mean like because you get kids like you you have stamina for days you're like let's go but they're just like (laughs) hold me yeah carry me like damn it so you'll get really strong when you have kids because you'll be carrying those those little bastards everywhere everywhere so invest in a stroller but it was good overall (laughs) i'd rather do that we're actually thinking about doing something like that this year but maybe like vegas because everywhere in california is shut down right now Mm. it's like crazy can't go anywhere without being hounded for something Uh. I think me and my woman want to go go somewhere. That'd be dope. Costa Rica. It's so much better, like, than getting random things. Yeah, because it's like materialistic things are cool and like it, they can be like really thoughtful, you know. Totally. But I don't know. But if you have the means to go somewhere, yeah. Even like I said, even if it's like Vegas, mm-hmm. like that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of spending thousands of dollars on gifts or a thousand dollars or however whatever your budget is do you buy jewelry ever Mm, i've bought andrea jewelry maybe one year she likes pearls so i bought her like some pearl earrings and a ring and that was pretty much all i got her (laughs) because it was fucking expensive hell yeah you know what i mean but for the most part me and her don't really do surprises. I mean, we do, like, but they're really small. Yeah. Other than that, we're like, here's $100 for me, or here's 200 bucks for me, here's 200 bucks for me, go spend it on whatever you want. Sweet. Because nine times out of ten, she wants clothes from Clothes Lemon. are so hard, man. And I'm never like, going to buy a girl yeah. clothes. I That is good advice to a man. Never buy a woman clothes give her a gift card to her favorite store it's way easier and then the gift card keeps on giving because then you can be like here's a gift card like i would do a gift card to there and then you think take her out on a date be really pissed off though if it was a gift card because i think that's no not if it like if if it was like wow you put no thought into it you just gave me 50 dollars like i'm some sort of whore Uh, 
well, I mean, I'm not just going to give them a <laughs> gift card. But yeah, I'd rather give her a gift card than pick out yoga pants and then have her go. What if you just like, huh. what if you just check out the size compared to the other yoga pants or something? Well, you can. You think you can do that? I like, I know her size. It's just like, if I pick her out blue yoga pants and she wanted green, um, like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to pick that shit out. Tell me I'm wrong. We got a woman in here, folks, and she's shrugging her shoulders. She's shrugging her shoulders. Never buy clothes for a woman. Ever. Yeah, I don't know. Nine I, times out of ten, you're going to get lost. I think certain items, like... If she pers- if, if, if it was she, a okay. shirt, like, if I knew she wanted a, like a, a pajama shirt, right? Well, if it's like, a specific thing, like, so... Okay, let's say I go to Lululemon and Andrew's like, Oh, I like... Expensive. I like, exactly. And you don't want to pick the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So let's say I go there one day and she's like, oh, one I day. really like these pants. And then I go back and get them. That's different. But if oh, you're like yeah. shooting in the dark because she likes to shop there, get a damn gift card. But if they specifically said they want this shirt or whatever, pair of pants or shoes or whatever. Do you like receiving gift cards? I don't mind. You know, I'd rather receive a gift card than a shirt that doesn't fit me. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I've, I've received a lot of shirts that are, like, too small uh, because I'm a small dude and people are like, here's a small yeah. shirt. I try to tell my family, don't ever buy See? any accessory clothes See? from me. It just it will never work, ever. Like, unless you know me and you know my size and you know what I like, all right. You can take that shot in the dark. But if you don't, <laughs> just give me a gift card. Oh, no. Freaking stress, man. Stressful time. See, with the gift card, here's another thing. If you get your woman a gift card or your man, you can be like, all right, let's go spend your gift card, and then I'm going to take you to dinner. It's a double It's a double whammy, right? Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? You make it a date taking you shopping taking you to dinner or movie or whatever boom nice so that's what I mean like don't just get a a gift card and that's it that's then that would be kind of weird you know what I mean anyways anyway good good talk (laughs) where are we at (laughs) what we're at 50 minutes damn we're talking a lot I know well, I don't know. I guess we could title this as like our weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really too interesting. No. But just trying to prep for the holidays. Freaking got work scheduling. Yeah. Just this adult life shit. I'm over it. Adult life shit. I'm so over it. Me too. And I like just barely begun. I'm only 27, folks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you got a long way to go, bro. <laughs> Make great use of your time because it you'll be 40 before you know it. You know what's weird? I remember, yeah, like playing video games in my room when I was 16. And like my grandma and grandpa came in and were like, oh, he's, he's playing his video games. Like, enjoy it while you still can. Yeah. I remember like them saying that. And then it's like, here I am. I'm like, oh, fuck. They were right. I took it for granted. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like, yeah, what was it? I 
feel like I moved out of my dad's house and ever since then it was like every year things started stacking up more like it's health not, and my health insurance was going up more it's not getting easier folks <laughs> Yeah, inflation's crazy right now like oh i need insurance for this <laughs> dude like, like so andrea's parents buy a turkey every year speaking of inflation oh, and things going up thank god and we usually the go turkeys to turkeys are oh yeah so we went to we go to snyder's mm-hmm. which is like a butcher shop like a local butcher shop or whatever and they sell everything so they usually buy it there and it's usually like 80 bucks for a turkey this year fucking 110 dollars for the same size turkey so year over year that's like what 20 25 bucks more that's crazy or 20 30 dollars more in one year like damn that is so expensive it's crazy anyways sorry there you go but yeah adult life it's crazy yeah, what's what's your least favorite thing about being an adult? Working. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. Working. Are you sure though? Cuz let's let's look at it like this. Like it if let's just say like you taught like full time or whatever. You know what I mean? Would you hate that? No. Yeah, see. So I don't think it would be really work. Well, the problem the thing you really hate. The only issue with that is if I taught full time I would probably make what I make, maybe more, but I wouldn't have health insurance. So I would have to pay a lot more for health insurance. Don't get health insurance, bro. You're a healthy guy. You have kids. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Actually, if that, trust me. If I was on my own, health insurance would be cheap. But having kids on your health insurance, that's that's way different. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So yeah, I don't have kids, so I don't know. It, well, let me reframe we're going to the job that I have now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I would not that that would be the my least favorite thing and it's not even bad I'm not trying to bitch about it because mm-hmm. it's way better than my old job I just don't want to go bust my ass all day yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. so but you know hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm making moves to like try to not work anymore so we'll see what happens. And I've I've also like highly considered teaching full time, like just getting into that because yeah. I teach at the dance project right now. I've had like four other studios hit me up and want me to teach there, and even like um, School of Dance, they hit me up and they're like, "Hey, our program's growing and we're gonna need more teachers." Wow. I would love to go teach with those guys, especially the Dis and, and Chacho. They're both excellent that would teachers. Be insane, dude. Could you imagine? As a child, getting lessons from Chacho, Dis, and you. Right? Oh my God. Like, I'd pay some major good money for that. I'd pay a lot of money for that. It, it would be really cool because. How come you coach them but not me? How come you coach them but not me, coach? <laughs> I just think it would be cool because. Uh, like the Dis has so much knowledge because he, he he ran Zoo Logic or he helped run Zoo Logic yeah. and build that program and that's where people like that Bob what what's his name the little kid Babalu Babalu comes from you know Shibidabidoo. that that's one of their students and he's amazing and it it would be really interesting to 
learn under that you know what i mean not just teach but also learn how the way they teach the way they teach and chacho chacho's an amazing teacher every time Mm -hmm. i've taken quite a few classes from him both house and breaking and i've never been disappointed so it would be really cool to like just kind of work side by side with them and learn Mm -hmm. um and then create like monsters yeah that would be pretty chill but anyways i'd be pissed secretly down you know in my heart but say what said i'd be pissed why you guys just skipped my whole generation you're just gonna focus (laughs) on these kids you can come learn bro we'll start an adult class (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to take it back to the roots man it it is very refreshing when you go and take a workshop you know what i mean like you as a as a dancer you should always try and go take a workshop here and there from people who are better than you even people who are your peers because they're doing it different just be it's it's always good to see other perspectives so but yeah going back to that like i probably could teach full-time and andrea's like trying to find another job and if she gets a good job with insurance then she could put us on her insurance and I can actually do that because we also have those assemblies yeah and those assemblies are growing like crazy we keep getting calls really still yeah that is freaking awesome yeah so and that's all been by word of mouth you know the best what is it this is our second year doing them and they're already like tripled so anyways that's the one thing that's always been consistent for me is like I've always had that teaching going on and that's always been Mm -hmm. something that I really enjoy I almost enjoy teaching more than battling at this point I just love watching people grow and get better I don't know if I like teaching for so long but i do like teaching like as a sub or privates yeah i mean it definitely has its days where you're just like oh god yeah teaching's hard like as a teacher because you're a teacher you know what i mean like yeah as a student or at least when it comes to like breaking i would want my teacher that's teaching me to be inspired and not i don't know feel like it's like you have to be there it's a job even though it is but it is well, and that's the thing is like you want a teacher that's genuinely there to help you succeed, not there to make, yeah, not there for the money. I mean, they need to get paid. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing is like if you're trying to make a living, you have to get paid. And if you're good at what you do, you should be getting paid for how good you are at it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the other I mean that's a whole other podcast that we can go off I, know, I was that. like do you think freaking um, what was it like teaching a class has to be more like fun or do you have, think it has to be strictly educational I think it's a mixture I think if you're if you go to either extreme it's bad okay, okay. like if it's too fun shit's not gonna get done and it's gonna be kind of probably rowdy but if you're going too strict you're probably gonna make kids lose interest real quick or cry and get discouraged because there's teachers out there that That make make kids cry (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's not on purpose it's 
just a teaching style that some kids aren't they don't take to you know what I mean they mm-hmm. you have sensitive kids and not so sensitive kids and it's hard and the way you I mean you get better at gauging how you should teach and how you should react to certain kids the more you yeah. do it the more experienced you are fuck dude I'll tell you kids will test you oh they'll Holy test you shit I've never like I don't know. Kids get like under my skin. I feel like it takes a lot. Not like a lot, a lot, but I don't know. When it comes to like a bunch of kids being a bunch of assholes, like, oh, (laughs) go straight up full Miss Trunchbull on your ass. (laughs) You're joking. (laughs) What? (laughs) Grab me by the pigtails and I'll freaking. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wee! (laughs) Let me tell the kids. First off. Watch your mouth. <laughs> right. Watch who you're talking to. Yeah. It's funny because BombBomb has... BombBomb's taught with me at one point, right? Yeah. We, we teach the same classes together, and then he'll be teaching, you know, and he's a good teacher. And kids will get rambunctious, and then I'll, I'll go to teach. Like, it'll be my turn to teach, and mm-hmm. I just talk... I talk shit, but I don't... I'm very like just straight to the point, and Bob Mom's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you just said that." I'm like, "What did I say? I didn't say anything outrageous. I just told him to shut down, shut up, and sit the fuck down." <laughs> Not really. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've never sworn at a kid, but <laughs> you know, like, you made you piece of shit. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> you can. That's so terrible. <laughs> Get your ass in the corner. <laughs> Put the dunce hat on. Dude, I love it when kids freaking show up to a breaking a breaking class in like flip flops. Oh my god. You ever had that? You're like, Oh totally. Like, dude, you it's gonna be miserable for you. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, all right, today we're doing footwork. Do you have to address those students? Like, oh I do. Start? You do? I, I straight up say it right right as they walk in the door. Yeah. If they're rocking flip flops. Freaking rubber slippers. ass boots, slippers, <laughs> like like the B boy Victor boots back yeah. in 2012. Like just anything stupid, bricks right? on his Any anything like that is just dumb to wear to a breaking class. And I'm like, <laughs> it's dumb. Crocs, like come on. I've had a kid walk in my class with fucking Crocs, and I'm like, I I straight up said I'm like. Oh, dude, nice Crocs. And he's like, hey, thanks. I'm like, not really. That was stupid to bring those to class. You can't break in Crocs. You're like freaking Cobra Kai, dude. I am. You're like Johnny. That's what Andrea says. Hey, nice shirt. And the kid's like, thanks. He's like, I was joking. I was (laughs) totally joking. What about you, tits? (laughs) Okay. Dude, that episode of Cobra Kai. Yeah. That's that's what Andrea says. You're like, you're the guy from Cobra Kai. Uh It's just because I don't take shit anymore. Yeah. I mean, the longer you do this, the less shit you're going to take. Mm-hmm. And you get straight to the point and people listen to you better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like you carry a certain energy, though, because you can get away with a lot of things compared to <laughs> some others. I don't know. I, I, I was calling this kid Cobra Kai in my class, and I made him cry because he hated that name. <gasps> he watched the he watched Karate Kid like the okay. original 
in Cobra Kai. That's a badass name for a dojo. (laughs) I said it's a badass name for a b-boy name. Cobra Kai? That's dope. So he's like, don't call me Cobra Kai. But he was rambunctious, and he would not listen. So I'm like, every time, I told him, you know what? Every time you get out of line and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, I'm calling you Cobra Kai. And if it sticks before you correct it, that's your nickname. Damn. And he's he ended up being better about it. His mom, I get it got to the point where his mom called me and was like, "Can you not call him Cobra Kai? He doesn't like it." And I explained to her what I told him, mm-hmm. and she was all for it. Oh, damn, the uh, tables yeah. have turned. So and I and she told him. She had a conversation with him. She's like, "Your teacher told me that he's calling you this because you're out of line." Because he wanted me just to call him Cobra. I said, I'll call you Cobra when you're being, like, when you're being on task. If you're off task, it's Cobra Kai. (laughs) So you tell me what, you get to gauge what you're going to be called. You ever had a a parent, like, thank you for, like, disciplining their child? Yes. And I've also been yelled at. Oh. And I didn't even, all I said was, if you don't like the way I teach, then don't bring them. Because I'm not going to change because you don't like when I tell your kid to stop doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Especially that particular kid was kicking other kids and pushing them out of handstands. So you, at that point, are not in the right. You're putting other kids' safety, you know, at risk. So, no, I'm not going to tell them not to stop doing what they're not supposed to be doing. Yeah, good point. Some freaking crazy parents, man. Oh, dude. Crazy-ass parents out there. There's some really <laughs> crazy parents. I mean, yeah. There, I've been asked, like, some personal questions. Like, well, I guess not really. Like, when this whole <clears throat> vaccine started. Like, maybe a month into the vaccine. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, Where, yeah. They're just barely available, you know, and everybody was like on that, oh, don't tell, don't ask people if they're vaccinated. That's privacy. Yeah. I had this mom walk, are you vaccinated? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, okay, I just, I just need to know because you're not wearing a mask and yeah, anyways. And I'm just like, <laughs> Cool. And I told the studio owner that she asked me that, and he was mad. He was like, you don't have to answer that. I said, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that doesn't bother me, and I know for some people it's a very personal thing, and I don't know how anybody feels about it anymore because it's not really looked at that way anymore. <laughs> but that was a super interesting, like, I had to pause for a second because I'm like, how should I answer this? Should I lie? Yeah. Or should I tell them that I'm not un- I'm not comfortable with <laughs> disclosing that? Mm. You know? But and if you say that, like, it's more like, oh, you're not vaccinated. You it it just I mean? makes it more awkward in my eyes if I do it like that, and that's my opinion. But So I just was honest. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> so, she, I mean, she still sent her kid, but he wore a mask, which is fine. That's on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Do you, boo. But there's, yeah, parents are interesting. And parents get, parents, 
some of them don't listen. Like yeah. you'll tell them about a battle, you'll give them all the details about the battle. You'll send them the link to the actual page, like the Facebook page mm-hmm. for the battle with all the information on it, and they just constantly ask you the questions. And then they'll show up late and miss the battle, but pay to get in the battle, and now they're upset. And it's like, look, I told you when it was starting. Mm -hmm. They stuck to what they said on the flyer. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know which more I can do for you. You know what I mean? Most parents are pretty good about it. Some parents are issues. And they get mad. It's like, what what do you want me to do? Yeah. Anyways. We just went on a tangent about that. Yeah. I don't know. I think what ended my teaching career was, um, I remember my last day, I you know, was trying to teach, and there was this one kid, he was just a constant, just pain in my ass. Like, I couldn't discipline him. I've tried, like, you know, getting mad at him. Right. And I've tried talking to him, like, dude, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you gotta, like, shut your mouth when I talk. So... Yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> I can't say it. But, um, no, so, like, anyway, it got really bad one day. And as I was, like, explaining and trying to teach, this kid, like, literally stood up and, like, pissed his pants on purpose. Are you kidding to me? To make a joke, yeah. Dead serious. What did you do? I looked at him and... I said, oh, wow. And I grabbed my shit. I literally said that. I grabbed my shit and I walked out. And I really? told the director, yeah, I was like, hey, just to let you know, there's a kid in there that just pisses pants to make a joke in front of everybody. And I'm not dealing with that. I'm done babysitting. So this is my last day. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You should have did a major pain. <laughs> Boy, did you just piss all no. over the front side of your pants? Right. <laughs> Have you, you seen Major Pain? You if you don't pee your pants. No. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, just like as a teacher, fuck, know your worth. As a dancer and a teacher, Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of us, again, that are just people pleasers. Hmm. And, you know, you, you do whatever whatever the other person needs to do to make themselves feel more comfortable, you know? Right. There's a lot of people I know like that. And I remember I was teaching at another studio and she grew the breaking program. I started out with like maybe 10 kids and then it grew to like 25. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end of the season, she just like dumped literally like another 25. So I had like almost 50 students in one room. In one room? In one room. So it was like this big... Where the hell was that at? Uh, it was like an elite, I think. Elite Academy. Damn. This was years ago. And yeah, so it was very intimidating. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to control that one. You know, oh. Because that was just yeah. so yeah, many Yeah, that's kids. hard. So, but I allowed it, okay? So uh. some kids stuck with it. Some kids didn't. So like it, there was at least like 40 kids, you know, um teaching it consistently after week after week but when it wasn't until like after i quit i realized that damn that director is making a shit ton of money from those kids that are shoving them in one room right. to get one fucking class where i'm getting paid 25 dollars for that one class yeah that's not right yeah that 
just like I'm so naive and I was pretty young back then but I just I didn't realize it until I quit I was like son of a bitch like yeah I wish I would have said something you know totally. and it just made teaching that class a lot harder on myself <clears throat> harder on yourself and if you're one teacher to 50 kids those kids aren't getting what they should be getting oh, yeah like hands down yeah it was hard to like explain a fucking cc um to these kids when they can barely see me and then i have to go around the room and literally like individually basically teach the same thing over again because no one could see it right and then kids are like you know being kids touching each other and moving around and playing tag and i'm like what the fuck i had something (sighs) i had something similar like that happen to me but this was i was at an after school program this is where i taught dennis at kearns junior high um but anyways so it was an after school program this was probably like my first year into teaching mm-hmm. they're like yeah come teach this after school program you know what i mean blah 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 blah. I'm like all right cool and they had like a hip-hop theme so they just they taught breaking they taught djing they taught emceeing and graffiti which is cool i show up my first day yeah and they're they're like all right it's gonna be in the basketball on the basketball court in the gym yeah cool get in there i walk in dude and there's like 70 kids and i look at the director of that after school program and i'm like is this are all these kids mine they're like yeah she's like yeah and i'm like oh hell no i said okay well i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna weed out a lot of these kids because they have an option there's like multiple things that they could do and everybody wanted to try breaking because who doesn't? That's fucking cool. <laughs> Anyways, so what I did is I made them all go into a big giant circle. Smart. And I fucking made them do push-ups, oh, sit-ups, shit. planks. <laughs> they were dropping like fucking flies, dude. After after the first day, dude, I had to come back the very next day. Half of them came. Oh, wow. So now I had 35 kids. Yeah. Still a lot. So then I'm like, all right, we're going to do handstands today and we're going to do some, you know, I, I did the harder shit on purpose because you got to weed them out. Yeah. And then it clipped in half again. So then I had like 15, 20 kids and then it just stayed that way. Okay. You know, and I'd have kids, some kids not show up sometimes and then some kids, other kids show up. So it fluctuated between 15 and 25 kids. Yeah the whole rest of the year. I was like, I have to do something to fucking weed these kids out. Mm-hmm. But if that was the case, like you're saying, like if it's at a studio and you have that many kids in a room, you suck. Yeah. Because you should never have that many kids in a room for one teacher. Yeah. If you're going to have that many kids in a room, it better be a big-ass room where I can teach fucking windmills. and A big-ass check. With a big check and multiple teachers. Mm. Or you could take the easy way out and just separate into like three or four classes. And that way you pay your teacher still $25 an hour, but they've got four classes. They've got four hours. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe they did that to you. That's fucked up. Yeah. I've been to studios, though, where I'll sub and they'll be like, all right, your breaking class has 
20 kids in it and they're ranging all the way from fucking four years old to 16 years old in the same damn class yeah mm-hmm. no I never sub there again I've had other studios where I start teaching luckily I was like more seasoned mm. and they would try to do that same thing like it would be oh you need to make a dance you know for the recital in Christmas start in September for the season Christmas shows in December December 1st, you're giving me new kids, and my dance is already halfway through. Nope. I'm sorry, they're not in the recital. Yeah. Like, they can learn from here, but I'm not starting over. And they get mad. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're, you're <clears throat> fucking me over. What are you talking about? It's crazy. And don't put six-year-olds <clears throat> with 16-year-olds. It That's a completely different s- state of mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, that's my vent. No, you're good. I've taught for far too long and been through too many different experiences. How long are you going to keep teaching for? As long as I can. It's like what, probably my number one thing I'm passionate about. Mm. I really... That, I mean, and just going to practice and training with people, you know what I mean? Like yeah. sharing my knowledge and getting knowledge from them, That's that's a lot of fun too. But as long as I can dance, I'll do it. You know what I mean? It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's so fun. It's fun most of the time, but like you said, it can get pretty. You can like, wear dragged out. You definitely can get worn out. But it, it's good training. Like if if you're not a lazy teacher, it's it's good training for you, because. Knowing how to do a move is one thing. Teaching mm-hmm. that move that you know how to do is another thing. It just makes you mm-hmm. even better. Because then you start explaining all the things yeah. that when you were learning the move on your own, you didn't think about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now all of a sudden you've got to be like, you put your weight here, you know, straighten your leg here, do this. Yeah. It, it's pretty crazy. Even I like getting some of my students to help teach like the older more advanced kids like camo he'll help me teach that class and i'm i give him like tasks i'm like okay go teach this Mm -hmm. see how that is and then i'll go like i'll let him be on his own for a minute teach what i have to teach for the other half of the class and then he'll go over to what he was doing and Mm kind of help him out because it helps him build and ever since he's been doing that he's grown a lot i can tell i mean that and he trains a little more but yeah it's definitely a different element that you don't think about prior to teaching like oh shit now i gotta really explain this so for those that are interested in teaching like start teaching your friends and see you know how well of a teacher you are because just because you're a really good b-boy does not make you a good teacher or b-girl it takes a certain kind of person to do it yeah, you know, I've taken from, I've taken workshops from world-renowned b-boys who sucked ass at teaching, but they're amazing when they battle. You know what I mean? They just don't know how to explain anything. It's funny, but that's and then the other thing. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. The other thing is when you start teaching, don't ask for twenty-five, thirty dollars an hour when you barely first start teaching. You. 
you should not get paid that much. That's my perspective on it. <laughs> because you? I'll tell you right now. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, it, it, unless they're going to do it. If they're going to do it, like, yeah. cool. Great, good for you. No, I see what you're saying. But if you're, <clears throat> if they're like, well, we'll hire you for 20, I wouldn't probably do it for any less than 20. Starting out? Starting out. Mm, okay. You know, but I'll tell you right now, the person next, like in the next room that's teaching contemporary probably started out at like 12 or $15 an hour. They're not starting out nearly as high as you. Yeah. Just keep that in mind that there are people that are been teaching way longer than you that are probably making what you're asking for to start teaching. So ask around, ask Tanner, ask Chacho, ask myself, you know, like, how much should I charge? And those... Th- us three and this mm-hmm. you know or josh ask these people because they'll give you a good gauge on what you should start out at and not take don't take any less you know what i mean yeah but if you're going into a studio and you're like i want 50 dollars an hour and they ask you how long you've been teaching for and you're like no this is my first time and just fuck off you know what i mean yeah do you think personally um do they have to break a certain amount of years in order for them to teach do you feel like or do they have to just that is a good question that's a touchy subject (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people say that you shouldn't be teaching well years a couple years ago i guess it wasn't that long ago people were like if you haven't been dancing for 10 years you shouldn't be teaching for 10 years yeah do they say why because you're just not as experienced as you should be. Like, if you, I guess, I think it was Leo that was telling me this. Like, if you are, if you've been breaking less than that, you're still breaking for yourself. You're still growing your yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a developed, growing, you know, like, if you're not okay, yeah. here in this 10-year mark, you shouldn't be teaching. I started teaching seven years in. I thought it was fine. I, I I feel that... Well, it goes back to what you said, kind of. Um, it's not about how many years you put in. It's about how much time you put in. Is Do you, do you agree with that? <sighs> to an extent. So here's my thing. If you have been teaching for five years and you go and you want to go teach, don't ask for very much. Mm. You should be doing it for experience because the problem was is people were dancing for a couple of years wanting to teach to make money and they would just rape the studio you know what i mean mm-hmm. and me being a studio owner and a teacher i know what that is like yeah it's hard to pay you that much you may think that you're teaching a lot of kids like 10 kids is a lot that's mm-hmm. paying my fucking rent and my lights you know what i mean it's yeah and you're you're trying to get me to pay you 35 dollars an hour that's that's killing me right now so but if you're good and you've been dancing a long time like let's say you've been dancing for 10 11 years and you want to take on teaching you could probably ask for a little bit more than somebody who you know has been teaching or dancing for three years and wants to teach which if you're only dancing for three years you shouldn't be teaching not in a classroom setting Hmm. you still you're still working on getting to know the dance even at that point right so you know that that's a that's a touchy subject and i think it's everybody has a different opinion on it 
I think that, you know, if you want to take on teaching, take it on for the right reasons. Don't don't do it for the money. Do it for the experience. The um, and understand, yeah, and the culture. And you better understand, you know, your foundation and the culture behind it. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be teaching if you have alter intentions. Like if your intention is, I'm just going to make a ton of money teaching because I don't want to work a full-time job. That is not, you shouldn't be teaching regardless. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, yeah, at, at that point, make your, what you were saying, like it's not about how many years you've been take teaching or dancing it's about how many how much time you've been dancing that plays a huge role so i I would say if you've been in the game for six or seven years like take it on you know what i mean like if if that's what you want to do like if you really want to help grow the community do it maybe sub a class first or something yeah and get under like talk to the people who teach a lot because they can give you pointers. Go, go take, go watch Class, them teach. Yeah. Go watch them teach. That's that's half the reason why I like going to workshops. Is I like watching how these people teach. Yeah, for sure. I've I've gained so much like content and like ideas from different people from around the world taking workshops from them. Even people in the community that I use still today mm. to teach because they'll explain something that I've been explaining for years just that much better. Like they right, right. it's just a little better and it makes a little more sense and it takes a little less time to teach it. And I'm like, damn, okay, I'm gonna start teaching it that way. You know? Interesting. So definitely if you're interested, you can hit me up. I'm always down to give you advice. You know what I mean? I'm always you know, you're always welcome to come watch me teach. Um, I'm sure if you hit up any of those guys I mentioned, Chacho, Dis, um, Tanner, they'll give you advice on it. They might even fucking straight up tell you not to. You're too young yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Eric's really cool. I like Eric a lot. Yeah. Dude, just like at our practice, he like li- literally comes up to me and he's like, you got two air flares yet? Like, oh God, no, dude. He's, He's like, well, I'm gonna keep bugging you until you get them. That's dope. Yeah, that's... we need people like that. That that our scene would be so much better if most of us would like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially at his caliber. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was talking to him at practice on Sunday. He's like, yeah. He was telling me about how he would he battled people like world-renowned like Alkalil he's battled Alkalil yeah he's like I got wrecked but it was a really good experience you know what I mean and like how many of us have ever battled that or anybody in that caliber like I've never done that Mm. I've I've you know like I've seen them battle at other battles like the Ruggeds but I've never had to battle them (laughs) yeah so just having those perspectives and, and he really wants the community to grow he's got really great intentions and i think it's great yeah i'm happy to have him back he was even telling me he's like he wants to he's like he'd love to train us he's like i'd love to just come to practice and have a training session with intention he's Mm -hmm. like 
let's let's do it with intention like we're going to train you for a battle coming up you know what i mean not just i'm going to come here and show you some moves yeah which i'm like dude fucking do it i'm always open to that you know what i mean and i'm sure most of our crew is like that they'd be down Mm -hmm. so anyways should we call it yeah, we're at a minute and 28 minutes. Or a a minute. minute. I fucking did it. I finally did it. We I got him, ladies and damn gentlemen. Damn it. So many episodes that I was like on top we of We got him. It's been a minute. It's been an hour and 28 minutes. That's oh, it. So I, that's a good Thanks kind of I got to pee. Um, got pee, folks. Yeah. Well. Tart. Thanks again. <laughs> Well, you tell your mother, tell your brother. Yeah, we'll t- we'll do that in a second. But let's let's shout it out. Like, oh, what's up? The shine battle. Let's talk about that really quick. Yeah. So what the shine battle is coming up December fourth, um, and it's a two v two breaking. It's an open invitation, so you you can just sign up. Um, and then they're doing a two on two Bonnie and Clyde, and that's invitational, and I believe that's already full. Is it really? It's already yeah, full. they already full. I asked Shogun. Because oh, Nick, Nick wanted to, from Underground, he had a partner and he wanted to be a part of it. And Shogun's like, no, we already have a full bracket. Damn, dude. So that sucks. But I told him, I'm like, well, just in case nobody shows up, let's put them kind of like on a reserve list, I guess. Does he have a list on Facebook too, the event page? I don't know if he has a list yet. Oh, okay. I just I like, personally, I texted him. Oh, okay. just to ask because so. Nick was asking me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the doors open at seven, and then the battle starts at eight. Yeah, and where is it at? It is at five thirty-seven Picket Circle number three hundred in Salt Lake City, Utah. And that is J and G. J and G, correct? Yes. And the winners get two hundred dollars each. Second place gets fifty. Yes. Sweet. That's dope. That is, that should be a fun battle. I like I like the two v two ones. Yeah, it's a good time. And then, uh, is there anything else coming up? Um, nope, I don't think so. No junction stuff. Or actually, Junction is throwing a battle. Oh, I forget the week. It's like, yeah, it's like the fourteenth of December. Oh no, it's December eighteenth. Saturday. Saturday. That's an all styles battle. I'm not sure if it's teams yet. I'll have to dig more information on it. Okay. I just caught it for a brief second, but we'll just keep that in the back of your minds, folks. <laughs> There's still events going on. I there love it. Is. Yeah, I, I'm. It's much needed. Mm-hmm. So, right. anyway, cool. Well, if you like the content that we're speaking on, please like, subscribe, and share. It helps us get this podcast out. helps us keep the podcast going. If you want to be a part or be on the podcast, hit us up. We have an Instagram. It's called... It's, it's talk underscore kings, and that's kings with a Z at the very end. Yes, feel free to hit us up there. You can hit us up personally if you want, um, whatever. It's probably better just to do it on Instagram. The Instagram. Wow. Um, also, all of our podcast episodes are posted on instagram as well as spotify uh, iHeartRadio, google podcast and like 
I, I, I'll have to like write all these down. There's like one four of or five. Except yeah. Apple, I think. I don't think we're on Apple. Apple's being a little hoe. Yeah, we're not on Apple yet. That's a work in progress. When I feel like I'm not frustrated with them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thanks again for sticking around to the very end. And tell your, as always, tell your mothers, tell your fathers, tell your cousins, tell your cats, tell everybody, tell your moldy. T- towel in the shower that's needs to be put in the freaking wash that's tell that towel. <laughs> that's, I, anyway, I'm, not, I'm not i don't even have anything else to say have a great night <laughs> <laughs>